We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Is the volume high enough? The, vo- the volume is good. All right, all right. We're here, week two preview. Uh, there we go, the belt. The belt. I miss it. I need it. Bro, I think about this all the time. Our, our MFA league actually folded, which, um, sad day, sad day. But I'm like Peyton Manning, bro, when they won the Super Bowl. Walked away with the belt, bro. That scene that they had at the end, where the clip where he was riding away on the horse, that's me with this belt. Did right you here. go up to Papa John's and thank him or not? No, no Papa John's. <laughs> no. Papa John's is terrible. Oh, this is the first year I'm not playing yearly fantasy. Yeah, I'm actually I left a couple leagues since we're not doing hours. I doing one with Alan, co host. Um yeah, I'm only in a couple online. I wanna do more daily this year. Inspired by you, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Um I was did week one and what a disaster, bro. What a disaster. How many leagues you in? Uh, what, in daily? Nah, like oh, in oh, yearly. Um, f- four. Three Yahoo and one ESPN. I feel like three to five is the sweet spot. Anything yeah, more than that, it's too dude, much. Last year I did like six. And two, I'm not doing two this year. And th- I mean, it would have been six, so I dropped out of two, bro. Oh, my God, what a relief. Waking up on Wednesday, like this morning, I missed the waiver wire. I was like, yo, I forgot. I got to get back into the swing of things. But no, the waiver wires, bro, going through, like, seeing who's available, where my pick is, is just a headache. Yeah, that and just, the the issue I had at my peak of playing yearly was probably, like, 2011 to 2015. Right before I started doing podcasts, I was in, like, anywhere from 8 to 12 leagues a year. Well, no. Oh, wow. And 8 it was, to 12? Bro, I'll never forget. It was the first year that... Brandon Marshall went to the Bears, and he reunited with Jay Cutler. So this is like 2012, right? Okay. I was in eight leagues, seven of which I made the playoffs. And that first game that I played, like three of them had bye weeks, but those those four teams that I had, Brandon Marshall scores a touchdown, and I'm hyped in like two leagues because I had him. And then in the other two leagues, he was going against me. So I'm like, oh, fuck. 
And then it just nah, kept happening. That's that's crazy. That's Eric, the thing. When you're in a bunch of leagues, you have like a bunch of like guys on your lineup, and then you're like, okay, I need this guy to do this early in the game, but late in the game, you might be like winning by a couple points in the league, and he's on the other team. She's like, all right, you want him to like kind of cool down a little bit. That's just way too much to yeah. follow. You'll have you'll have like an eight point lead, and you have Rogers, and then in another league. That guy has Rodgers, and you're only up four, and you're like, yo, bro, yeah. don't, don't, yo. like, ice this, ice this. It's just, it gets, it gets too chaotic. But yeah, this is, uh, first time on the pod is Ralph. Yeah, first time on the pod. I'm excited. I mean, I've only been begging you for like two years to get on here, bro. It's all right. <laughs> it's all, he didn't want me on here because, you know. Oh, I miss her. That was bro, a good time. don't worry. We both got three each. Yeah, how good. crazy is it? You know how many people, when they find out about our league, where that we were doing it for so long how many years did we do it was it so we've we've had that league for about a decade well yeah because me and you won it three times and tom won it twice twice. and And that's that's it it. but but even before like we had the belt and like in the beginning when we were a lot younger we were all in college and shit no one really had jobs we were playing for like 50 bucks yeah yeah. i remember our first draft we did in josh's yard remember yeah his parents house Uh, mom's house boss yeah, boss with, was boss was FaceTime. Yeah, he did it on the lab, uh, his laptop. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. we literally would have. Yeah, that the was two thousand. So yeah, that was like two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, probably yeah. somewhere around there. The laptop would be like this, pointing yeah, at the fantasy, fantasy draft. board. Bro, I remember that. And Josh Yard had a cowboy. That was the first year I won it that year. We I don't think we did PPR that year either. No, we did really like generic. It was very default. standard. Yeah. yeah. Did we do tight ends then? I think so. It, it, yeah, I think we only I think we did tight ends like the first couple of years and then we stopped. We did the two flex. The two flex instead. But you could put tight ends in the flex, yes. Yeah. Wow. But we started playing, I think, for real about eight years ago. Well yeah, then, dude, it got we up got to the, Yeah, it got, got up to like three hundred bucks too. But yeah, we got this. Yeah, um we had to have gotten this like six years. We've had it for like six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the first two years but we might not have had it, but now we had that. Then we got all the plates on. Oh, only three champions in, in, eight years. in eight years and all of us all of us never were the best team that oh the one year i went it, i went 12 and one the one dude, year the one year the first year when i won it i might have had the worst team ever like i like my like fantasy defense not my actual like drafted defense but everybody i played against their teams just like did oh, nothing yeah, against I remember me that. yeah it was you were crazy. like ninth in points for but you i like traded. i like points. traded impy like late in the year this is when demarco murray was like emerging as the Cowboys mm. like starting running back it was like right after like Julius Jones like it was crazy that's these are names I'm dropping like wild he literally like came onto the scene or whatever and bro he I think I traded Impy I forgot who I traded him I think it was like uh Zach was it Zach Stacy was that Zach Stacy yes I traded him Zach Stacy always bearing Yo, his own fantasy it was team. like week like I think it was like <laughs> week nine or ten it was like late and I was just like yo my team like was doing nothing because my points for I think I had the lowest points for yeah and I was like I just like got into the playoffs I think it was like the first seed too but I wound up winning I beat Eric in the in the championship bro it was crazy and everyone was like oh my god ralph like it's the worst team ever i'm like listen sometimes it's better to be lucky than you know Yo, it really win. was you were like ninth in points for but you yeah. had the least amount i had of the least points against, against easy and it wasn't even close like so it was anytime, like 200 points. anytime you played ralph that year your team put up like 60 yeah points. it was crazy and ralph would put up like 83 yeah yeah it would be not it was, <laughs> it was crazy the most absurd yeah. thing ever. i mean the other two the other two were, were good ones i remember the championship against impy I'll never forget this. It was a mon- it was a Monday night game. MP was beating me by like fifty five or sixty points, and it was the Cowboys Lions Monday night. It was like week fifteen I, or I what is it? Week sixteen is the last 16. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. <laughs> it was Dak. It was Dak Santa and Zeke. It was Dak and Zeke's first year, so it was twenty sixteen. 
and um bro mb was up 55 points and i had De- i i had des bryant zeke and uh golden golden tate. tate and he was on the lions golden tate des caught two touchdowns Threw one to Jason Witten. Zeke ran like two in, and Golden Tate had like seven points. I remember the last possession the Lions had. They were just like trying to catch up because we blew them out. We blew the Lions out. But he um, he had like seven points, bro. And I remember texting Impy, and Impy was like celebrating. He's like, bro, they're not going to get 60. I beat Impy by like five or six points, bro. It was crazy. Impy didn't want to see me at a bar. I went up to him in like Rockies like a week later because I was in Florida when this happened. I was at my parents' house down in Florida. And, bro, I came back, and Impy was just – he didn't even want to look at me. He's like, bro, it's just not it. It's Damn. not it. I think Impy's lost three times in the finals. I beat him twice, I'm pretty sure. I think you beat him, and then yeah. I beat him twice. Oh, no, no, no. I beat I beat Eric in the first one, then I beat Impy, and then I beat Marco last year. Yeah, I, I beat – I beat Impy, Espo. The one year with Espo, my team was 12-1. That was, like – I remember that year. You like every time somebody played you, it was like wasn't even close. Bro, it was so that's what calls me like the week of the draft. He's like, hey man, you want to split? And I literally have my laptop open and I'm looking at the projections. And I'm not a big projections guy, but the projections said I was supposed to win by like 37. I had Demarius Thomas, Marshawn Lynch, I remember AB, that. Jamal Charles. Like my team was fucking loaded. Wasn't that bro. the year where we got mad at somebody because like you somebody boss traded made the you- trade with me? So I I made a trade with Boss. Because Boss had Antonio Brown, okay. and Boss had to win his last two games to make the playoffs. Okay, and Antonio Brown, the second game that Boss had to win was on a bye week, so he traded like A B and A B to me for like Josh Gordon, who was still like a legit guy, and like a like a Reggie Bush kind of running yeah. back, who's a starter, you know, twelve points a week. But boss needed they those needed guys. needed to make the playoffs. And you guys went ballistic. Yeah, because whatever you were doing, <laughs> bro, I don't know what you did to people, but like it was never a peaceful morning for me. During like fantasy season, every morning I wake up and in our chat, there was something going on. <laughs> whatever you were doing, a like side text, like Dom would get in the chat and he would just be going off like, oh, Nick, Nick's offering me this, that. And bro, whatever you were saying to these people on the side is wild because you were like getting them to trade you players. And I was furious. I'm like, yo, everyone's just handing this kid the league. <laughs> I mean, good for you, like whatever. But damn. Yo, yo going back to that, right? And we'll, we'll get into a little bit of a current real life football stuff. But Espo calls me and I'm just like, yo, bro, you know, I love you. You're my guy. I'm probably going to smack the piss out of you. I was like, I'm not doing 50-50. I was like, because you're my guy, because we're, we're about a 70-30 to first in our league, the way it's it's constructed. Yeah, usually that's usually what it's I was of. like, you know, because uh, first place is $2,100, $300 buy-in, $2,100. Second place doubles up. First place regular season. Because it was like a couple of years where like Eric and Joey and Danny had like the best team all year round. Yeah. 12-1, and 11-2, <laughs> shit like that. Most points for. And then they'll lose like two running backs on the bye <laughs> week and shit. So we we're oh, like, yo, shit. you know what? If you come in first regular season, you've been the best team all year round. At least you get your money back. So it's like 2100 600 the split. I was like, yeah, I'm down to go 17 1000 Give you 400 extra bucks. But there's no way we're doing a fair split. Yeah. And then, did that to and me. And then my team, my team won by like 30 Impy did that to me. That year when I with the Monday night I was just talking about. He was like, bro, can we like split like, you know. Because I was like projected to like beat him bad. Yeah. And he was like, bro, can we just split? I was like, you know what? Whatever. I just wanted I wanted this. I didn't yeah, really care yeah, about yeah, it. I yeah. was like, yo, I just want to bragging rights. And then when Impy 
like when he was beating me by that much, he was like, bro, I shouldn't have split. Blah, like he shouldn't have split because like, oh, I'm going to win. I'm up 60 mm-hmm. points going into Monday night. Karma. Yeah. And then the next, that's what, that's why when I seen him out, he was like, bro, like we're just not going to talk about that no more. Because whenever I'd see him, he just knew what was up about it. Like that whole off season, like whenever he saw me, I was bringing it up to him because you know how I am. I'm not, I'm not letting him live that down. So, man, well, it was a good league. For you, its re- course. You, you really walked off like Peyton. I did. I yo know, that picture. I, I'll never forget the picture when they beat when they beat Caroline. They literally showed him on a horse just riding out with like <laughs> the Super Bowl with the Lombardi Trophy in his hand. So Ralph is a huge, huge Cowboys fan. Uh, through the years, we would go at it. But I gotta say, you've been a lot kinder to me recently. Well, I mean, you kind of touched on it the other day. Was it your Twitter or your Instagram? You were like, "Oh, um, my, my friends are nice. They don't even make fun of you no more because of how like embarrassing the Giants are." I mean that definitely has like a fat a, like a part of it, but that's only because like back then the Giants were like they won those two Super Bowls against the Patriots. So you guys were like riding the high for a while, and I was just and like, there was also a stretch between like 2014 and even Dak the the year we went to the game together too. Yeah, that was the first year. The first we went year to, it was like snowed. It was only like 10-7 was the final yeah, yeah, score. Yeah, yeah, Odell caught the slant. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Brandon Carr, I miss him because he used to be food. Yeah, um, I miss Odell also, but. There was a stretch where, like, the Giants beat the Cowboys, like, six straight times. Yeah. And then yeah. I don't think the – I think last year was the first win the Giants had over the Cowboys with Dalton. Yeah, we won – I think we beat the Giants. I mean, I, I'm don't quote me on this, but I remember we had, like, great success against them. But that year, the first year with Dak and Zeke, you guys only gave us our only, like, two regular season losses. I think we, like, lost week 17 because we, like, benched our stars yeah, and we had yeah. locked up, but you like, were the, the number one seed already. Seed. Yeah. But, like, literally, you guys were the only team. You beat us week one, Dak's debut, and then it was, like, week, like, 11. It was, like, around, yeah, like, when we New went to Sunday Year's Night Football. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we kind of, like – always would beat the Cowboys, but since then, I think it's like seven of eight, it's been Dallas. And even, yeah. I mean, it's... It, I mean, the Giants just haven't been like, there's been a lot of stuff going on in New York. I mean, you know you know better than me. I don't have to tell you, but Dallas, it's the same old story. This year, I mean, week one was, was you think? What do you think of week one? Because it was something that we didn't really touch on on that, that last part. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, like, honestly, I was like, re- like, I was all over like social media that day. And all I kept reading was like, the Cowboys didn't deserve to be playing like that Thursday night because the year we had before, even though Dak went down, like, you know, Brady, they're coming off like the- they have all their like, their like players come back. I think what was it? They're like 11 starters on defense. Came Everyone, back, all right? 22 starters. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's like, everyone was like, oh, like, Bucks are gonna blow them out, even though like Dallas was on hard knocks, like all this stuff. Everyone was like kind of like in touch with them because that was like the first team you saw like preseason back. And I don't know. I was reading that they were gonna get blown out, and I was like, a part of me like being a fan, you're like, you don't want to believe it. But even mm. me, like I'm always like kind of optimistic, and I'm just like, damn man, like it can get really ugly tonight. Just because from what I saw from our defense the year before, like it couldn't get any worse, but like hopefully it would get better. But man, I think the most refreshing part about it was that Dak, like Dak's return was crazy. Like I did not expect that at all. Like he didn't play any preseason snaps all throughout, even just watching hard knocks. Like he was like limited in practice and bro, like ever since that first, like the our first series of the game, like Tampa pinned us deep and that first throw Dak, like to get out of the end. I, I think it was to Amar, I think it was to Coop, Amari Cooper, I think. And he played that, like it wasn't even like a hard pass, not a lot of velocity, but just in like the right spot. And ever since then, he was just like, he looked comfortable the entire night. He was like, scrambling outside and like you know he he looked good on his ankle i mean i was happy about it that's like the most refreshing thing about it even though we lost like there's a lot of upside mm. that like i saw and i sh- i mean more like it was a good it was like a win for us even though we lost but like i'm happy about it like 
reigning Super Bowl champions, like going into their house on a Thursday night, like Brady the GOAT, like, you know, it was just yeah. great. Nah, I think you hit the nail on the head there where if, if you're a Cowboys fan and to some of my friends that are Cowboys fans, and we even talked about it in the group chat, like, yo, you got to be really happy with that. Yeah, you lost. And moral victories, people feel different about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, but, it's week one. So but I'm all okay things considered, Dak didn't throw a football in a real game since he got hurt against the Giants in week five last year. And to put him out there Thursday night football with no preparation. Against the Bucks, who are arguably one of the best defenses in the league. Right. Too. It's ring night. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're having yeah. all this celebration. And he went toe-to-toe with Brady. I think you should be really happy. Yeah. And the thing I'm happy about with Dak is, like, obviously I'm going to, like, relate to Hard Knocks a lot. You saw, like, what kind of, like, a leader he is. Like, you never really saw Dak in front of a camera like that either. Mm. And everybody thought he was, like, this humble guy who just went out there and, like, balled out. But, like, yo, in, like, on, like, the field, like, he's actually, like, evolved into, like, a crazy, like, leader. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody just follows him. Even though he wasn't throwing, like, he was in there doing, like, hands-offs. Like, he just wanted to be a part of it, itching to go out there. I'll take him any day of the week. Like, the way he played through through for over 400 yards against the Bucks defense. But man, that was I was impressed. I was I was happy. I'm like, damn, he's he's back. Ah, yes. NFL football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NFL tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I cannot wait to use TickPick to go to a game this year. And in particular, not a Giants game because I'm done with them until proven otherwise. I'm not going to waste my money to just go be miserable for three and a half hours and then sit in traffic in the Lincoln Tunnel on the way back. Thanks a lot, Dave Gettleman. But I plan on going to Vegas a couple times this football season. And I'm looking forward to going to that new Raiders stadium, go to a game out in Vegas, see what that vibe is like. First season with fans for the Raiders stadium. So that's probably where I'll be using my tick pick services. And I'm sure they'll have me covered. So... If you want to go to a game this year, visit TickPick.com slash VM today and use the promo code VM to save $10 on your first order of NFL tickets. That is VM as the promo code to get $10 off your first order of NFL tickets. Speaking of Dak, I got a list of some quarterback names here, and uh, I want to call this segment, this talking point, Do You Trust Me? Right? Like, anytime you're dating a girl, she's like, do you trust me, babe? Ralph, you trust me? <laughs> you trust me as your quarterback on the field or not? I got to see. That, you're, that bro, you're making your debut now, bro. You're coming back. The it's the comeback. Y'all about to remember. Bro. I must have forgot. Do you trust me? I got a list of some quarterbacks here. And it's basically like, I want to paint a scenario. They're, they're on the road. They're down four. There's two minutes left. They have the ball. Do you trust them to be able to make a play and to be able to get the win, right? Mm -hmm. Playoff game or even uh, you saw Baker Mayfield on Sunday against the Chiefs. Didn't get the job done. He's a name that's on there. But let's start with Dak. Do you trust Dak? A hundred percent. 
Dak, his rookie year, even had a bunch of comebacks, too, like late. Like, I remember, I don't know if you remember that Pittsburgh game. Danny, I know Danny definitely remembers that when he, I think Pittsburgh, they did that fake play against us in Antonio Brown. Oh, right the, the fake yes. spot. I do remember they that. Ran the Zeke fake scored spot. like an 80 yard that, well, No, no, no. No, well, what happened was Dak threw, like, I think Dak might have completed two passes to Jason Witten, security blanket for all you know. <laughs> but no, he. Uh, Anytime Witten would catch a pass, dude, Ralph would Zeke, just yell, security I think, blanket. I think we were on the Pittsburgh, like, 40 yard line, and I think there was, like, 15 seconds left, and Zeke ran untouched up the middle. He wound up winning the game, and, like, Dak's just done that. That that's what made him. I think that's what made him like early in his career. Like he was always in it. So he's definitely a quarterback that I'm. The last couple minutes of a game, if we're going downfield on offense, especially with the weapons too that he has, like that's a big part of it too. Like CD's got to get his hands together. He dropped a couple balls the other night that could have been like you know huge for us, especially on the first drive. He dropped a couple balls like on the first drive mm. that could have got us into first down territory and stuff. So, but no, Dak's definitely a guy I trust for sure. Damn, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the box score right now. Dak, 319 yards, two touchdowns. Zeke, 21 carries, 114 yards, two touchdowns, two catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Dez, six for 116. Yeah, Zeke, and one. Zeke had a uh, Dak threw him a screen. Yeah, I remember we called a timeout. It was like third and 15, and Dak threw him a screen, and Zeke ran. Who is um was it who's the dude on Pittsburgh? I'm drawing a blank. That that um messed up his back, almost got paralyzed. Oh, Ryan Shazier. Yeah, he was he was the one who was chasing Zeke down. And Shazier was supposedly one of the fastest like yeah. linebackers. Like he was Ohio considered one of the fastest. Yeah. And he I remember Zeke like outrunning him. And that was like what like like triggered us to get going that game. Bro, I watch highlights from like years of cat. Like you don't know how bad I am with that. I know, I could like script out like cowboy games for like years. It's crazy. AB had fourteen for one fifty four and one. Well, that's not surprising because Brandon Carr was probably guarding him. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you though, man. I trust I trust Dak. I think yeah, Dak, Dak is Dak evolved. Like we were talking about it too, just like in the chat the other day. Like he, I think he could easily be a top five talent this year, just from what I saw from week one. Like not even being biased. Like. He got paid in that contract. I mean, obviously, it's, like, hefty, and, like, it was a big – it was, like, going on for a long time. But, like, I think, like, he could prove that he, he could, like, live out that contract for sure if he stays healthy. Yeah, and it also helps that you got all those offensive linemen back that didn't play yeah, last I mean, year. Yeah, and Zach Martin didn't even play against Zach the Martin Bucks, didn't too. Play. So I'm trying – I want to see how, like, that impacts, like, the game, too, him coming back against, you know. It sucks that Lil Collins got suspended because he played yeah. pretty well. Got suspended for uh, PEDs or drug abuse. It's it's one of those two, but it's like six games. But Tyron Smith was back. He's very yeah. He played. He team. played well. He needs to stay healthy. I mean, he hasn't played a full season in years. So yeah, you know. Uh, next up, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. I'm gonna go yes, hmm. just because based on what he has around him. Dude, like Julio and A.J. Brown. I mean, I know Julio's probably not the Julio of old. I mean, I'm, he's still great. He's still one yeah. of the like, greatest receivers. But I don't know, dude. Like Derrick Henry, like that rushing attack. Like defense has got to be on their toes. Like, I, I mean, they got blown out this past week. But honestly, Ryan Tannehill, like he, he'd be more like a 50-50 guy. Like, I don't know. I'd be a little bit like reserved, like thinking, you know, he might have like a late turnover or something. But just based on his weapons as of right now, I'm going to say yes. Just because of his career going, like, dude, like, ever since he's been to Tennessee, like, he, like, resurrected his career. Like, he was always injured in Miami. Yeah. Finally made it to, like, Tennessee, and, like, dude, like, he's been balling out there. Yeah. You know, he's he's a weird case study, because I agree with you. The weapons around him make him, make me want to say yes. Yeah. But is that trusting him, or is that trusting the team around him? Well, I mean, you ha the only way to... 
I mean, the, they're only going to get the ball from him, which I, I understand yeah. that's a big thing. Like, he's going to be the guy distributing it. I mean, he's more of like, I would trust him a little bit because he's not like really like a gunslinger like that. So he, I don't think he would like turn the ball he's over late. He's more like conservative, not like a game manager because I, I feel like he's better than that. But going into like games late, I feel like he might be a little more like reserved with the ball, which will help them a lot too. Yeah. No, that's a fair and, point. And honestly, Derrick Henry is like, I, I've had him, like, you know, I had him in fantasy last year, which is one of the reasons why I pretty much won. Cause late in the year, you know how, how he gets with fantasy, but bro, I would, I would trust them just cause they're running attack and it, it opens up the field for him. So yeah, I'm a little <clears throat> worried about that team moving forward and it's not so much Tannehill, but John New Smith not being there and Corey Davis. I went back and I watched that game. I got the, I got game pass. So it mm-hmm. like speeds up. Yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. So I, I like to like do some reviewing. And that game really stood out to me. One, because I love Kyler Murray. Like, Kyler Murray's my guy. Yeah. I do feel like I might have been a year early on him because last year I, I said he was going to win MVP. Week and one, he was... Yeah, he was insane. And one thing that stood out to me is that Corey Davis and Jonu Smith, them leaving, yeah, you get Julio, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And I'll never slander Mount St. Julio because yeah. that's my guy. But those two guys were really good run blockers. And what does Tennessee love to do? Feed the well, big yeah, dog. I mean, dude, you you saw week one with them, like their line was getting destroyed. Yeah, that that Tannehill, like part of the reason why they didn't like play well or had any success was he was under duress like all the time. Yeah, Chan- Chandler Jones. Yeah, had he was five just sacks. having a field day. So yeah, I get that for sure. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, absolutely not. Yo, me too. I don't trust Kirk Cousins from quarter number one to quarter number four. It's wild. The thing, the thing that bothers me about him is. I've seen him play games I'm like, wow, this guy can actually be like good. And then like he comes out against like these teams. And I'm just like, who is this guy? Like, I mean, all right, we know the Bengals like emerge like offensively. I get it. Like, but bro, like the other day against Cincy, like he, you could see like you'll watch them and you look at him. And you're just like, yo, this is the reason why they don't win. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, they have like Dalvin Cook, who's arguably like the one of the best like running backs in the yeah. league. Oh, and they have Justin Jefferson, who emerged like off the scene last year, like wasn't even like a drop off from Diggs when he left. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They and then they have Thielen, who's always like you know he's a reliable guy. He'll catch the ball. He'll get you a couple like extra yards after the catch. Like, and this guy, he just like holds them back. It's crazy. I I don't trust him at all. Like throughout the entirety of a game, not even the end of the game, like the entirety of the game. Like at any point of the game, he could turn the ball over, and it's like a disaster. Like off the jump yeah it's it's so weird with him too and there's also that running trend of i think he's won one primetime game in his career he's like one in 15 Bro, just plays when he, when he was when he was on washington like we i literally couldn't wait to play them because it was like an automatic win on the schedule no matter who the cowboys quarterback was he always found a way for them to lose always and yeah. he went to minnesota and you're everyone was like oh he went to minnesota like minnesota was good like the only re- they had like when they had like bridgewater there like they started to emerge but then well, he got case that keenum serious inter- yeah but like they made yeah case keenum is like a backup quarterback at best in the league right now and he brought them to like what was it the nfc championship NFC game Italia. right? and then the next year they yeah, got that cousins. was when they had the walk off with Diggs against mm-hmm. the saints yeah and i'm just like bro they can go with case keenum and this guy kirk cousins is like was a bona fide starter and like Washington left and they were like, oh wow, he's going to Minnesota now. He's going to have all these weapons and nothing. nothing. Duds. Yeah, duds. And they're probably not even going to do anything this year. And Green Bay, you saw week one was like, you know, I'm not going to get like crazy on that, but all their teams in their division lost, didn't they? Yeah. They're, all the teams are 0-1. And, and they're even, still probably going to have a hard time making the playoffs, which is wild. And even Green Bay, for as bad as it looked, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, because the week one episode, there's always like the super hot takes and stuff. 
I just was saying to myself, man, they, they still got number twelve. They'll be they'll figure it out. Oh, they yeah. have they easily have on his worst day, which was that was his yeah worst yeah. Day. That's like probably the worst game we've ever seen him play. Yeah, and it's like whatever. After all that stuff that was going on in the off season with the contracts, he didn't want to be there. You just gotta I'd say trust. give it a little bit. You Him, gotta trust that. Hold that was like back. yeah. I mean Rogers like that year when they were like started off like you know terrible. And he was just like everybody relaxed, and they went off after that. Like him, he's he's like quarterback that you're just never gonna like worry about. He's gonna get it together, especially with Adams too. They're gonna go off. Baker Mayfield. We actually talked about this before we came out here. Huge, he's the one that inspired this yeah, this segment. Yeah, huge Baker guy. Yeah, bro. They he impressed me crazy in that Kansas City game the other day. I mean, he he didn't really do anything crazy. Didn't have like crazy yard. I don't even think he threw a touchdown, but. You could just see, and the big thing with me with him is like he doesn't have Odell out there, which is fine. Ever like last year when Odell got hurt, that's when they started like winning games and like they went off. Him, he like moves the ball around. He's such like I I love him. I think he's a great quarterback. Loved him in college. Like he's like a gunslinger, but he also like now he doesn't like turn the ball lower as much. He's very like conservative with the ball. Doesn't force anything. I'm I'm big on him. I think the Browns, I was telling you before, I think the Browns Chiefs could be the AFC championship game this year. I think we might see that matchup again for sure. Yeah, what's funny is he he turned the ball over late, which kind of inspired this segment for me. And also because he's a guy who I agree with everything that you're saying. I hate this idea and this narrative that's floated around that they're better without Odell. I get the numbers, but if you really look into it, that first year that he got there. With Baker, they had Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, like no, well that I get. He went through like three different coaches, like since he's yeah. Been there. But I'm talking about the the Baker Odell pairing. Like I'm a fan of like yo, let's just get the most talent out there on the field. Oh, yeah, no, and, I'm not sitting here work. saying Odell's like a bad person to have on the field. Even if he's like a, I mean he he would never be considered a decoy. I think he's too good for that. But yeah, I don't think that's the reason why Baker's played bad. I just feel like he's doesn't force him. Like, he doesn't force as many passes when Odell's not in the game. You know what I mean? Like, Jarvis Landry's not a guy who's going to be running, like, downfield, really. He's going to be running, like, those short, like, you know, nifty routes going in and out. And I feel like Baker's, be- like, better for that. I feel like once he's he knows Odell's on the field, like, he knows he has a deep threat and Odell's going to go get it. So I feel like he might force. I think he just has less turnovers. But, I mean, it's not like it's a bad thing. I wouldn't look to get rid of Odell or anything like that. He's going to help them. Just as long as he keeps all, like, you know, his off the field, you know, like, he doesn't have off-the-field issues, but all, like, the quote-unquote diva things yeah. that he's had through his career. Man, I don't know about Baker, dude, because there's, there's a lot that I like about him. But then I just have – I started talking about it with Kirk Cousins way back in the day. It's like, yo, I'm happy if Kirk Cousins is is my quarterback. Like, I'm very – I'm not excited, but I'm, I'm content, right? Like, I know he's better than a lot of guys in the league until they step on the field with a Rodgers. With a Mahomes, with a Brady, and you're like, damn, there's serious levels. Well, let me, well, let me ask you, would you rather have Baker or Kirk Cousins on your team? Oh, I'd rather have Baker. Yeah. For sure. I wouldn't even consider Kirk Cousins like a top 15 or 20. I swear to God. Like, a- after like week one, seeing all, like, you see all these young quarterbacks, like, starting, I, I wouldn't even consider him a top 15, 20 quarterback. Yeah. And they spent a pretty high draft pick on this kid, yeah. Kellen Mond, coming out, who mm-hmm. was like, there were there were some comparisons to Josh Allen from the sense of how raw he was. Mm-hmm. Like he's been playing quarterback for like three years. He's not. It's not a position that he's. You know, he wasn't a born and raised quarterback, but he's like a super athlete and he's big, strong arm and shit. He had a video that went viral where it is pro day. He like rolled out to the left. He had like a Zach Wilson throw where okay. like he rolled out to the yeah, left yeah. and then threw it to the right like seventy yards. Mm-hmm. 
and he's on he's on that team too. Well, that's how these quarterbacks are nowadays. Like they that's how they got to be. They got to be very mobile quarterbacks being able to move around. Like you saw Kyler the other day, bro. Like Yeah, you came in here he fired up about Andy Dalton. Bro. And the Justin Fields thing cuz I liked it. It's wild. It's really wild. Should I say what, what Yeah, yeah, good. Bro. I don't understand teams. Okay, so like you obviously see like the trend in the NFL this year. Like Trevor Lawrence obviously is going to start for Jacksonville. Their number one overall pick, like that's their franchise guy. You know, you got Zach Wilson. You know, you got a Mac Jones in New England. Like you see all these new quarterbacks starting. So like my thing is the Bears. Okay, they get a quarterback in Andy Dalton, which is fine. Like it's a good. He's a good backup. Like he had his time in Cincinnati. He went to Dallas last year. You saw what he did in Dallas last year with those weapons. He has the same weapons that Dak has now. And they barely made – they didn't even make the playoffs. They And that was a division that, like, I don't even think – what I think Washington made the um, playoffs with a losing record, right? Yeah, 7-9. and nine. So he goes to Chicago, and they draft Fields, who lit it up in preseason. Like, he played very well. Why are you going with a guy, Andy Dalton? I get other teams are like – they don't start these young guys. They don't want to put them, like, into the mix too quick, ruin their confidence if they have bad games. But, bro, like – Andy Dalton's like in preseason. Why are you even putting any faith in this guy? You know what he's about. He's been in the league for forever. Like, you know that Justin Fields is going to come in at some point this year and take his job. Why not just get it done early so he gets used to everything? Don't do it when you're already like 0 and 4, or 1 and 3, or 1 and 5. Like, why? You already killed the season, especially now in that division. Everybody's 0 and 1 to start. If, they, if Justin Fields gets hot and like gets going like these guys have a chance to make the playoffs why you know Andy Dalton's not bringing you to the playoffs and if he does you know, like I doubt it but what is he gonna do gets he went and since he, he didn't win a playoff game yeah, every time like every time he goes lost. to the every time he goes to the playoffs like he's he's literally just like a dead-end street like you know what you're getting with him Justin Fields the guy who at Ohio State like lit it up he mm. got them like the, the, he was injured in the in the playoffs too but he was you know he balled out he was going to be the number two quarter. He was the second-ranked quarterback coming out of the draft for a while. And then, obviously, like, you know, like, Zach Wilson, these guys, like, emerged ahead of him. But, like, they got – the Bears got him at, like, what, 13 or 12 or 13? Like, bro, you stole him in the middle of they, the first they round. They traded with the Giants. Yeah, the they, Giants stole him, they stole him in the middle of the first round. Like, bro, put him on the field. The kid's ready to ball and play. You got weapons out there. You got Montgomery. You got Robinson. Like, you got guys that he can, like, do things with. Andy Dolan's going to sit in the, in the pocket all day. He's going to get you a pick or two a game. Might get 300 yards passing if you know you're lucky, but you know what's coming with him. You're not yeah. going to make any strides as a franchise with him behind center. That's just my take on it. I'm sure like they, you know, feel like they shouldn't throw him into the mix right away, but I don't see it. with all these young quarterbacks in the league right now. I say you get him out there, get the get the reps under him, and just let him go. Yeah, and also if you're just on that team, you 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 see it. Yo, know, pe- people know when you can play and when you can't. Yeah. From from talking to to professional athletes, that's one thing that they all say. They're like, "Hey, you just know, man. You know, even like fighters. When I talk to Jared and a new guy comes in, and it's like, yo, you can tell right away if this yeah. guy can make it or There's not." There's only like one quarterback that I would say you wouldn't throw out there was Trey Lance on San Francisco. Like he's great. You saw him in preseason too, but like Garoppolo, like look good week one. So like mm. you leave, like you see what it, where it goes. Yeah. You know? But that's the only case. That's like the only case where I feel like that would be an issue. Last name on this list that I have is Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've ever told you this, but I do not like Lamar Jackson at all. He, I just don't like the, even the team around him. Like, they, he's just, like, watching the other night, like, he's exciting to watch because, like, how elusive he is. But, like, he has no, like, he has no arm, bro. I never, when the ball leaves his hand, like, I feel like I never know, like, what's going to happen. I feel like he can't throw a pass over, like, 15, 20 yards, and it, like, is, like, a nice, like, anything. 
Yeah, he made he made one throw to Sammy Watkins, and I was like, yeah, I think that's the best throw he's ever made in yeah. his career. Like, yo, he's exciting to watch, like fantasy wise too, great. But like, I don't know, I don't, I just don't trust him with his legs, maybe, but like, definitely not with his arm. And I feel like to be like an elite quarterback with some of the quarterbacks in the league now, like, I don't think like he's it. Like, I don't think the Ravens will make. I don't think the Ravens will make the playoffs this year. So he's he's interesting because last year the Ravens played seven teams that had a losing record. Six of those seven teams, they beat all seven. Six of those seven teams, they blew out by more than two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So the Ravens have done a great job of beating up okay. on the Bengals and the Giants and the Raiders. As but they even should. Though, yeah, As even they though should. they lost to the Raiders. But, you know, the past Raiders, like they beat up on these teams that are historically 5-11, and 6-10 and 10 yeah. prior to adding this new game. So with Lamar, I think. And what was their record against the, the, the better teams? About five hundred. You know, they would lose to the Chiefs and to well, okay. I mean, the Pats, yeah. but then they would beat, you know, they'd beat uh, Eagles or Cowboys, something okay. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So with Lamar, I also think that the team is doing him an injustice because they haven't really surrounded him with many. Yeah, that's uh, what uh, was... Mark Andrews done with yeah, that yeah. dude, bro. But that's what I was gonna say, like how we were talking earlier about how like Tannehill, like how you know I would go like maybe trust him just because of his weapons, like bro, like Hollywood Browns, like. Like Lamar's like best guy, like that's like his best like target on offense, and they lost Dobbins and they lost Edwards, right? Yeah, and Hill and Hill, these are guys, they lost every like the first round pick Bateman is out for four weeks. They mm-hmm. also lost Boykin, another guy who they thought would step up. Yeah. It just he's a it's a weird thing that's happening in in Baltimore. And look, they play they yeah. play the Chiefs this week, man. Like so listen, it's not I, get I guess, any easier. That's like I said. I mean, I guess I won't be too tough on him because of his targets. But if you think this guy's going to dance around 17 games this year and they're going to be successful, especially with that division, like Pittsburgh looked good against Buffalo. Like, I mean, I like them. I mean, Ben's like whatever. Like, you know what you're getting with Ben. But they got, you know, they got the new running back. They got a bunch of guys that can, like, do things, you know. And obviously, you know, we saw the Browns. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's going to be a tough division for them to get out of, I think. And since he would, you know, the week one win, too, like. They're gonna. I think they might. They, there's a potential chance. I guess maybe you consider a hot take just because of their like recent success and like the hype around Lamar. But I don't. They they could finish last in that division, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if the if like the Bengals like really like transcend with like their new like you know guys on offense and stuff. Like they 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 like fought it out at home on Sunday and won that game. Like yeah. they 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 could ball. So they also they, dominated that game. It's just late. You know their defense still needs a lot of work, but. They were up 10 in the fourth quarter, and then it got sent. That would have been a, a terrible game for them to lose because yeah. they were dominating that game. Yeah. Uh, as we wrap this up, so we got Tannehill, Baker, Kirk, Dak, and Lamar. Most trust to least trust. How would you put it? Uh, Dak, I would definitely most trust. With you on that. With me. Uh, what was, sorry, what was the other ones? It was... Baker, Tannehill, Cousins, and Lamar left. Okay, I go probably... Baker second. I go Tannehill third. Kirk Cousins is is last for me. Like on every you could put probably like twenty quarterbacks on that list. He's last. Second to last would probably be Lamar. Lamar. And I, I'm I'm Dak, Tannehill, Lamar, Baker Lamar Kirk. Lamar ahead of Baker, huh? Yeah. Hey, listen, I mean, based on the past, I mean, he, you know, he came in for Flacco. And he's made it to the playoffs. I'm just saying going forward, yeah. I just don't like what's around him, so I wouldn't go with him. B- 
Baker, I just love too. So I mean, I would say Ben, I would say Tannehill and Baker would be could go two or three for me. Like if somebody put Tan, if I if someone said Tannehill before Baker, I'd be like, okay, like I can live with that. But Dak easily first. It's not even close. All right, cool. We got a Patreon rundown while we segue into this last thing. Talk about some of the games. Patreon roll call: Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Plates, Devin Rendon, Corey Johnson, Hoops, Jordan Riley, Ryan Pisner. Steven Briggs. You got the betting pod every week. You got a Patreon exclusive, which you are about to hear right now. About five minutes of it. It's a podcast MP and I did. And it is talking about the Jeff Okuda and coaching in 2021. All right. Patreon exclusive. MP's here. Yo. We're going to be doing these rather often. Uh, we're a little hamstrung on time, so these will probably be full full-fledged episodes for the most part bi-weekly but uh there was something that went down over the weekend that and also something went down a couple of weeks ago with Trent Dilfer a couple things so this Jeff Okuda who due tour is Achilles too so Rup, he's yeah, had he's had a la- a pretty rough 18 months real quick what's the difference between ruptured and tore i have no idea because the reason i ask is because he ruptured his Achilles but i feel like he played on it ish Let's find out you know what i'm saying yeah so ruptured versus torn. Torn. I mean, I've, it's probably there's you know a bunch of context clues there in terms of two different words to describe it. But I'm just you know I, I I'm just curious to know like you know. Okay, so ruptures are often associated with obvious deformities such as tendon rolling up. Okay. And audible pop, while tears are more subtle and may only associate with pain. Damn. So maybe he got the worst of the injuries. It wasn't as painful. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. Don't really know what that means. Yeah, me either. It's too, uh, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> That's why. Shouts to Stefania Bell. Shouts to Stefania Bell. But last 18 months for him. Remember, he's the big prospect coming out of Ohio State. PFF had him as one of the worst corners in football last year. And then the reason why I bring him up is because he had that incident with that head coach who DB's coach, Pleasant, is his name. Aubrey Pleasant. How do you feel about coaches yelling? First of all, you growing up playing sports, were you a fan of a coach yelling at you? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm an optimist. Generally speaking, I feel like all of my coaches wanted what was best for me. They knew what I was capable of. There's nothing wrong with some tough love. And these athletes are much better than I ever was in my life. And so I just think it's kind of, you know, falling from the same tree, right? It's the idea of these guys are yelling and screaming and X, Y, Z because they know you're capable of doing something that you're not doing. You know, like it's a mo- it almost kind of motivated me in a way where, wow, he sees something in me that I don't see in myself. He is pushing me to get to this point where I don't even think I'm capable of getting. So I always used to think of it from like a positive perspective, and I always used to try to, you know, see the good side in it. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think coaches want to yell. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think that's what they're 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 trying to do. It's just they believe that you're capable and you're talented enough to do something, and you're not getting to that point. So let's let's try to get you there. You know, some communicate differently, but it's all coming from a good place. I used to hate it when my coaches didn't yell. I'd be like, dude, does this guy care? Do they 
do they? Like, do they care about me? Do they care about winning? Do they care about the team? Yeah. I, I have very thick skin. It's hard to really upset me or for me to get triggered about anything. When I would get yelled at growing up, like playing sports and shit, or even now when like I do jujitsu and I'll get caught in like an armbar, uh, Lucas will be like, come on, bro. How many fucking times I got to tell you not to spin that way? It's like, yeah, you know, in jujitsu, in combat, in, in mixed martial arts, it's combat. It's like you could seriously get hurt if you don't listen to instructions. Like, oh, watch the leg kick coming. Leg kick. Be careful. Check the kick. Or, you know, roll roll off your back. Roll off your back. And then it comes. And then it comes, right? Like, you know, tuck your chin in. Tuck your chin. He's trying to choke you out. Like, that's there's, there's bigger ramifications there. Same thing with playing football, too, right? Like, if you're not doing your job, you let down your entire team. Yeah. So, the, the yelling, I think there's a problem that I think social media has. It's made people very, I want to say soft. They see those clips and they're like, how dare he get yell at him and yell at that. It's like, bro, that's that's athletics. That's normal. Yeah. They don't they also didn't show the clip like later on where he kinda like grabs him by the back of his head and he's like, you know, like tough love. Dude, when I play sports, even with my friends now, you know, you drop a pass, it's like, come on, man, you're better than that. Like, you know, let's pick it up. I used to be where I used to be like Philip Rivers, like, Oh, fuck you, man, you're a piece of shit. How you drop that? And then after, I'll never forget my, my high school coach was like, Hey man, you know, no one feels worse than the person that makes a mistake. Not even on the field. Just think about it in life. Nobody feels worse if they have good intentions and they fuck up than that person. Yeah. Yo, you hit it on the head. So when you're not doing your job and you're getting yelled at by your coach, your coach cares about you. They want you to do well. They want you to play well. And they want the team to do well. And in order for the team to do well, you need to do well. So this idea that you get yelled at and... How dare he yell at him? It's like, bro, fucking this is this is sports. This is growing up in athletics. Also, to your point about wanting to get yelled at, it's like if you care enough, you're just as potentially just as angry and upset as the coaches. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're right. I kind of deserve that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I deserve that. And the one thing I'll say about making mistakes in life, some people and I think this is kind of potentially why the coach was so mad. There's nothing wrong with making a mistake. Learn from it. Don't make it again. If you guys want to find that full episode, it's on patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Shouts to Ralph, a member of the Patreon. Let's go, brother. Yeah, well. I did bully you into it, can you right? tell? Can you tell them what happened? <laughs> can you tell them what happened? No, please? you tell them. You tell All them. All right, well, Nick. <laughs> So Nick was like, Ralph, you know, subscribes to my Patreon, which obviously being a good friend of his, I would. But me, I can never just let it go easy. If anybody who knows me, I got to, like, make him stress a little bit. So we, we actually play in a soccer league here where we live. And I told him if he scored a goal in the league that I would, like, I would register. Mind you, our team Mind you, scored. to make a long story short, he didn't score all season. Nah, nah, so I technically, <laughs> I sh- technically, I should not have subscribed, but... Yo... So the funny, the funniest thing about this whole story is that our team has, if our team has scored ten goals, Ralph contributed in all of them and scored nine of them. Probably yeah. even the cross that oh. Espo scored was yeah. like a deflection yeah, off a, your yeah, cross. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 
Ralph is our uh, our number nine. And yeah. I've I've probably I might lead that league in shots that have not hit the Bro, target. Like three goals wide. <laughs> he winds up and it looks so promising and then like once it leaves, it's just like, all right, let's get back. But it's all right, listen. Second season coming up, we're good. We're making we're making strides. With with all that, he's still contributing to the member of the Patreon. My guy. All right, let's talk about some of these games, man, because I think this game in particular is uh fascinating to me and it's a team that both of us strongly dislike but it's the eagles and the niners the hype coming into this season was dallas washington it's gonna be dallas it's gonna be washington they lose ryan fitzpatrick he's on ir they get in taylor heineke shout star guy josh when it happened he was like yo sucks for fitzpatrick but I but, wanted Taylor yeah, Heineke. Josh from wanted day one. Heineke. I think just from that Tampa game. The, in the Tampa. Playoffs, oh, yeah, man. that's what it was. Heineke balled out. Like, even though they didn't get the win, like, he he was literally a guy who left everything he had out on yeah, the field. Yeah, and so they got to respect they, that. I, I feel like they played Tampa the hardest of all the teams in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it was because Tampa went in there, like, probably, like, okay, like, looking past them. They're like, they're like, si- what were they, seven and nine or six yeah, and nine? Yeah, yeah, seven and nine. I don't know if I agree because they got Brady. Like Brady's probably right, well, a guy. No. Who's I mean, like, Brady's probably the guy who's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But everybody else, like, oh, you know, like we're, we're gonna looking past him. I can see that. I can see yeah. that being true. And then I think that kind of woke him up a little bit. But no, Heineke balled out in that game, so I, you know. So after week one, a lot of change has happened. Uh, the Eagles are in first place right now. Big win against the Falcons. Now, I'm not ready to really crown that because That's what I was going to tell you. Like we don't know. A month from now. The Falcons might be 0-5, and, and we're looking at that like, all right, that win, we need to pump the brakes Alan, on the Eagles. I'm going to look into the camera for this. I'm so sorry what I'm about to do to you, bro. My bad. <laughs> I the, the Falcons, potentially to me, could be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And I, like, just from what I saw, like Matt Ryan is just not it anymore. So obviously the Eagles went there and took care of business. Like Jalen Hurts looked good. As I feel like I'm going to throw up saying that because I hate the Eagles. Like They're like probably my least favorite team now in the NFL, but... Bro, like Devontae Smith and Rager like balled out too. Like they they caught everything. They look good. Everyone was comparing like Jalen Hurts to like Russell Wilson, which I think is a little like premature. But I mean, his style of play is definitely similar. But bro, like I gotta we gotta see we gotta see because I don't think Atlanta's a good like you know like good like matchup like for them like they're gonna blow out Atlanta. I could see a lot of teams blowing Atlanta out. So like I'm not gonna get too crazy yeah. on the Eagles. Well, there's one thing I will say about them. They looked faster on offense. Oh yeah, but that's because they got those two young guys. Like Devontae Smith, like he he made a living at Bama just like mixing people up. And his yards after catch were crazy because he would lose guys on routes. Yeah. And like they couldn't catch him. He's just so small and fast. I mean, that's also like a downside for him too. Probably a little more vulnerable to in, like injury, but I don't know, man. Like they look good. Mm. They look good. Miles Sanders looked great. Yeah, drafted him in fantasy in Allen's league. You know, it's uh, he's he's solid, but you know we'll see we'll see what happens when they start playing better teams. You know, but Hurts look good. I mean, he played like that at the end of last season too. So I mean, I'm not like too surprised on him. Like he like when you know he was a slinger in college too. So I'm not really really surprised at all by what he was doing. So week one, I was all in on him in DFS. I ran like 20 lineups, and he was 17 of the 20. Well, so yeah, he did solid. well. Yeah, I mean. Um, Ironically enough, the guy that really killed me was Mostert. He's out for the yeah, he's year. He's out now. for the year, yeah. Um, they're playing the Niners coming in. They had a they had a weird, weird win because they dominated that whole game, but then as someone that up, took yeah. I took the Lions plus nine in my 
my mega contest and that was oh, one of like out for yeah you. it was great for me but it was funny because i'm watching that game and it's like 41 to, to 20 yeah or yes, some I shit thought, like yeah. oh, 41 17 i believe it was and then all of a sudden you hear scott hansen go back to detroit where they're setting up for an outside i'm like yeah and then kittle like, kittle on. messed up the onside yeah, I was like, kick Yo, get yeah. this onside get this onside yeah, back it, right through kittle's i was so hyped bro yeah man i just come out the shower yeah. and i'm like yo let's go we were talking about it before bro that like whole division is like wild yeah like they're gonna be the best division in football and it's not even gonna be close especially after we saw what stafford and the rams did well, the other night my my big take coming into the year on the preview show was i said that all four teams are gonna make Bro, the playoffs yeah and alan was like i don't know if it's possible and i didn't even really look into it but i figured i don't there's never been a whole division where everyone's been 500 and now with that extra week yeah the extra game yeah and just you just look at the Bro, landscape I of the gar- NFC. I guarantee you that nobody in that division has a losing record by the end of the season. If anything worse would be like probably nine and eight, worst. And I don't even think like yeah. I think I like probably not. A, I guess a hot take, but I think all teams in that division will probably have double digit wins. I think 10, 10 and seven would probably be the worst record in that division. I think. I wanna I wanna really dive into this after this episode to see what that uh, how it's possible because yeah, obviously to, they're like, gonna play each other. It, yeah. But man, like, do you think about it? If I mean, that only accounts for like, I if mean, they all split, if they all split. It's only what? It's four. Was it four losses? It's four three, losses. Three and three. Three and three. Yeah. In, in your division. Three and three. Yeah. Man, those games. That's are like nothing. I mean, that's bats. really not crazy. Like, think about it. Imagine they beat every like just hypothetically, like they beat every other team they played besides their like obviously the, if they're splitting in divisions, even if they lose two games, if they don't split, like bro, there's a there's like a good chance that they could all like go like double digit wins. Yo, now especially that, from what I saw from week one, like they're the. I think the Niners are probably. I don't know. I would say the Niners or the Seahawks, which is crazy because those are like the two teams that were always at the top. Like the weakest. Part of the I saw those are the weakest, but like that's not even a bad thing. Yeah. Like after what I saw from the Rams, like I think them and the Cardinals are going to easily. Be I think the top it's uh this this podcast has become sort of anti Seahawks over the years. Well, yeah, I mean it was hard. They were like the Golden State Warriors. Nah, a lot nah, of, like, but. But, football they just like didn't like every time you saw them like you knew russell wasn't gonna be great but you like didn't want them to win because you just knew like how like lethal they no, were. i don't i don't mean it from that sense i mean that they were a team who you know i was last year in my win totals i went five and two okay right the the seven win totals okay. i came out uh, sorry it was actually five one and one one of them was a push because it landed like on the number oh, okay. but the one that i lost was my absolute favorite one which was the seahawks and our, our buddy G in our neighborhood always reminds me, like, yo, hell of a pick with the Seahawks, bro. It's like, fuck, man. I went 5-1. and one. Like, yeah. you kidding me? But, of course, that's usually well, you know, how it goes. That's how it is. But with the Seahawks, I, I would put them ahead of the Niners because of Russell Wilson. Like, Dude, Russell, Russell Wilson just being yeah, that's, that's there. That's what I'm saying. But oh, yeah, how, no. do you, how do you feel about this game, man? Because it's interesting. San Francisco is staying in the, in the East Coast. Last year, they played the Jets and the Giants, and they stayed in West Virginia. They're doing the same thing because they just played in Detroit. And this, I think this is going to be telling. It's, a, that, it's definitely a tough game to pick. I mean, just from what you saw from both teams, like they both scored a bunch of points. So it's very, I think it's really whose defense is going to hold up better. I mean, the Niners, I mean, they lost Mostert, obviously. But they, like, dude, the thing you got to realize with the Niners, too, is look at Debo, bro. He's back. Like, he was always struggling with injuries the last couple of years. I mean, Ayuk didn't even have a catch. Yeah. And they, like, went off. I, think I don't De- think he had a target. Debo had, like, what, 130 yards or something? Nah, he had, like, a buck 80. Really? It was that much? Yeah. yeah. I knew he went. He, like, went off off. And, yeah, I mean. And also that system, any running back yeah. just steps in and just yeah. is 100 I mean, you got to see, like, the e- like, mainly part of, like, what the Eagles were, like, their defense was kind of, like, 
And like not in the game, I mean like coming into the season. So we'll see now that they're playing like a more like potent offense, like if they break them apart easier. I mean, I think Hurts is going to play well. I mean, he's just a guy who can scramble, move the ball up the field well. Those young receivers, I mean, they didn't like drop any pass. They look great. So see how they still got the veteran in Hurts and, you know, Goddard. Like they're they're probably going to – I would just want to take the Niners just because like I really want the Eagles to lose. But based on that, it's going to be a tough game. I would say like that can go either way. I think it'll be – I don't think it'll be a blowout. It's going to be a tight game to the end for sure. The Eagles are actually a home underdog, and I believe right now, this is Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. it's my favorite pick of the week. You would take the Eagles with yeah, the— Yeah, at okay. home, plus at home. three and a half, four some places. Yeah, I mean, dude, at home, yeah, I would I would yeah. say that's probably— So good. Jalen Hurts, two things on him. He, he checked a lot of the boxes— of a guy who I love second-year quarterbacks to take the next league yeah, yeah. for, like, MVP, right? He checked a lot of the boxes, except that I thought the Eagles had no chance of being good. Now, I don't want to get too crazy because That's I don't what I think— said. It was Atlanta. You got to realize. Atlanta. You'll, you'll realize more after this week. Jalen Hurts was 100-1 to one to win MVP before week one. Mm-hmm. Is now 30-1. to one. There's only makes eight sense. guys ahead of him. This makes sense. So if the Eagles turn out to be good, we might be saying we were on again a second year quarterback. I don't, I don't I don't know. I think the I definitely think the Eagles have emerged as more of a favorite to win the NFC East now. Oh yeah. I and think, I think I think Washington took a step back only yeah. because as I was telling you before, Heineke, like I, as we spoke earlier, like we think he's like a great, you know, he's gonna put it all out there. But is he a quarterback that's gonna go 17 games and be able to get them to the playoffs? I don't know. It's gonna be more probably relying on their defense. Because think about it, they played, they played, you know, the Chargers week one, and the Chargers arguably now with Herbert like have a crazy offense with Eckler too, like running the ball. Like they they kind of like held them too. Like they they were there. But I don't know. I mean, I think the Eagles definitely – I still think that the Cowboys should be the favorite and, like, no bias. Even though they lost week one, the Eagles are ahead of them. But the Eagles are going to be there, bro. Like, they're going to be there. The Giants are probably the only team that aren't going to have a chance just because, you know, how I feel about Daniel Jones. But that's so, besides the point. One thing to, to put a bow on this, and it'll segue into another team in the NFC East. Washington last year, the more I looked at it, I'm obviously overreacting to week one, but I'm also really bullish on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks that Washington won beat last year that they played against, Dalton twice, Big Ben on that, that weird Saturday game where they or Thursday, I think it was a Thursday Thanksgiving game, mm-hmm. kind of shocked them. Not Thanksgiving, it was in December. Shocked them. They played the Niners without Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And then... They played the Eagles where they pulled Jalen Hurts and put in, like, Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. So, yeah, this defense was amazing, and I still think it's going to be good. Well, yeah, they have the best D-line in football probably for sure. They're up there. They're, like, But the they didn't really, you know, they didn't really – Daniel Jones beat them twice. Uh, uh, Russ beat them. They're, uh, they're, I Teddy think Bridgewater. They're, like, like, one of those, like, handful, like, of teams, like, where you really don't know, like, what's going to happen with them. I, I don't. They're not going to be a consistent team all year. Like they like the Chargers. Like obviously, you like I know you're big on like Herbert and stuff. I love everything about the Chargers. Like, they play your Cowboys yeah, yeah, yeah. this week. Let's talk about that yeah. game. What were you gonna say about well, the Chargers? Well, the Chargers. I mean, they. I, I kind of I love Herbert too, just because like I really like 
really got into college football, I wouldn't say the last like four or five years, one of my buddies from work was like a big Ohio State fan. I never, I just followed college like towards the end, see like who the, the draft was coming out, who was like valuable. But when I started watching, like, I mean, the school spirit and stuff like that is crazy. But when I saw Herbert, like, he, bro, he was going to be like a, like, probably number one overall pick until he went back his senior year and he uh, just, no shit. he I'm, turned the ball over. I'm he turned aware. the ball over. <laughs> he He's going to be on the Giants. Yeah, the Giants he, were sending people to yeah. Eugene and Oregon. He turned the ball. He, his senior year, he didn't, like, play well, so his, like, stock, like, dropped, but... I mean, dude, the, he's he's looked great, man. Like he's looked great. Week one, like he was slinging the ball around. Like yeah, he threw that he threw that late pick in the the uh, the red zone. But then they wound up turning was, the ball it was over. The Gibson, touchback. Yeah, Gibson wound up no Gibson wound up fumbling the ball on the possession back, and they scored. That was how they went up. I think it was twenty to sixteen. They they took the lead. But bro, he he. I'm a little nervous. Uh, they're playing the Cowboys week. I'm a little nervous, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. The Cowboys got to go all the way to 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 LA too to play yeah. them. So this is this is interesting, right? Because it's the first home game for the Chargers with fans. Mm-hmm. They're expecting seventy percent of the crowd to be Cowboys fans. Well, that's like that's yes. So that's wild because that stadium you saw it on Sunday night with the with the Rams or uh-huh. SoFi. They're sharing that. Dallas considers Jerry Jones considers. LA the second home for the Cowboys because that's where they have training camp. Yeah, yeah, they have training in, camp in there, Oxford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Oxnard, excuse Oxnard, me. Yeah. So Cowboys also have extra time to prepare because they played on Thursday. Yeah, but yeah. McCarthy isn't really a guy like you know Andy yeah. Reid, extra time, Sean Payton, Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. guys like that. Even Mike Zimmer, though we don't like her cousin Zimmer. Zimmer has the best record against the spread of any coach in the NFL since he became a head oh, coach. Oh, really? So he's like a cover machine. Yeah, yeah. But. I'm fascinated by this one because Chargers won a game last week that they've always lost. They've lost a season's worth of games by one score or less well, in the last that, two seasons. That's where I think Herbert kind of is the difference maker for them. Like, I was never a big – I mean, Phillip Rivers is obviously a great quarterback, but, like, when he was there, he just – I mean, he also didn't have the best team around him either. Herbert's kind of, like, got into that role where now their offense looks great. Like, Keenan Allen's healthy, and they're mo- they're moving the ball very well, but – I don't know. I would say that I like the Cowboys to win this game just because of what I saw against the Bucks. Like they, their offense. You know, you know, Dak is going to come out. Zeke's going to come out. See, they're gonna they're gonna ball out. They're gonna be playmaking. They're gonna be doing everything on offense. But I want to bet the over in this. It's fifty five. I think it's too low. I think that's too low. I think both I think teams it could, I think it could be. I think spots. I think. I think by the end of the first half, like the bold score is going to be in the twenties easily. Could be. I yeah. could see like I could see them coming out and just like going off. Yeah, because also Dak plays really well when he has to throw from behind. Yeah, well, he did it. That's what he did last year. Yeah, before he got hurt the first. Yeah, like, but four he and keeps them in games. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're a good team. Where I, I can't wait until they're. That's like you know, like if I would have known that Dak was going to look that good on Thursday night, I would have bet. I don't think the any, Cowboys. I don't think anybody expected him to look that good. Yeah, no one knew. No one did. No, no one, one knew. Did. And Every- even the line was wacky. It opened six, went to ten because the report came out. Like, yeah, like his shoulder. His shoulder so, yeah, and yeah. his leg. And then, and then it when, dropped yeah, down then, to yeah, six, and down. then it ended mm-hmm. at eight. Yeah. But he's I, a dude who I love him catching a lot yeah, of points. I love I, – I mean, I would probably – it's going to be a toss-up, I think. It's going to be a shootout for sure because everything with the Cowboys as of late is a shootout. Regardless if they have good defensive possessions or not, they always find a way to like give up points late in the game to make it close. Like That's just what it is. I mean, it's just going to come down to, who I think, who plays better at quarterback, like who's going to make the bigger plays at the end of that game because you know both quarterbacks can now sling it. Like Dak, early in his career, everyone was like, oh, this guy is always a check-down guy, but 
after week one, even this year, even with a shoulder, like the only interception he threw was the one that CD bobbled, and it was a dart in between like two defenders. CD's got to catch that ball. But like, I think he's going to probably throw another 45, 50 times, and Zeke will get maybe a couple more touches now with Martin back. But I would probably, it's going to be tough, man, to pick the Chargers at home. Like, I don't know, even the Cowboys got those couple extra days rest, like you said, first game in LA for them, first home game with fans. It's definitely going to be a game where I don't I don't know. I would go Cowboys just for being a fan, but, I mean, it can go either way, I think. Yo, so Justin Herbert on third down against Washington, 17 of 14, 127 passer rating, 13 first downs. That's so fucking <laughs> yeah. gangsta. The Cowboys have to get pressure on him. Like, that's what I'm saying. Our secondary is brutal. He played amazing. His numbers don't show, like, you look at what Russ did, what Brady did, what Dak did, Kyler, but he played an amazing game, man. He played great. Like, I told you, like... But this is a game where someone like me who is very much heavily invested in the Herbert... You love Herbert. Yeah, That's your, like, like, dark horse I need I need 400 yards, three touchdowns. Listen, I mean, you might might get it. Might get it. You might get it. You might get it. I'm going to go with the Chargers, though. Though I do. I don't blame. Listen, like it, I said, it's it, it not a game. It feels a little trappy. It does. I mean, dude, you saw what the Cowboys capable of. Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl the defending champs. They should have won. The Cowboys arguably should have, like, won that game. They didn't make plays late. Like, you know, they missed a couple field goals. Greg DeLeg didn't look the same. But they get it together after week one, bro. I don't know, man. Cowboys could be dangerous, too. They're yeah. both teams that could, like, light it up offensively. So games like that, you never really know what to go with. I think yeah. the Chargers definitely have the better defense. I wish this too, game so. was on prime time. Was it? It's a four thirty game, right? It's a four thirty game, yeah. So at least we'll have a yeah, game yeah, I'll be able to four thirty. That's gonna be dope. But yeah. still, like, fuck, that game should have been Sunday night football, and then this Sunday night football should have been Monday night football. Yeah, well, they, there was the no Chiefs. way the cow they were giving the Cowboys a Thursday night game in the Sunday, even though they're usually the prime time. Like, yeah. like you know, nah, draw, I think with but, Dallas, Dallas they could give like ten prime time games. No one's gonna complain yeah, as no. long as they're entertaining. Yeah, yeah, and they're and you could see after week one yeah. they're gonna be an entertaining team. So the Sunday night game is the Chiefs. On the road against the Ravens. Now, in Baltimore, Mahomes has beaten them three straight times. Okay. They beat them last year. Same week, same scenario. Um, it might have been week three, but it was, a, it was a Monday night football game. I think the Ravens are... They're, they're not destined, but it seems like they're set up to have a... A season from hell. Dude, oh, they I didn't even come into the regular season healthy. And then they just look so... They lost a game that they've won so many times in years past against the Raiders. The two late fumbles. Bro, the Raiders are like not... They're like a middle... Of, they're like not... I don't even say middle of the pack. They're just like a team that goes out there and sometimes win games they shouldn't. But then they lose to teams that are like terrible. Well, yo, I'll tell you this much. That Vegas home crowd was, was lit. Oh, yeah, and a I lot mean, of people were concerned because, look, they just put the Raiders stadium there last yeah, year, yeah, right? Yeah. And all of last season, there was no fans yeah, yeah. at that at that stadium. But... You were wondering, like, yo, are Raider fans going to show up there? Is Vegas going to get behind this team? Yeah, no, and if you saw, like, you're crazy, a big, yeah. you're a big hockey guy. The Golden Knights have been a tremendous team. Yeah, they have the since, best home record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, they were they're like deep in the playoffs ever since they ever started. Since they, they made started. it to the cup, you know. So, so now it was like, yo, what kind of fans are going to be at Raiders Stadium? Like a lot of people in the betting world was, like, the Raiders checked a lot of boxes because they lost a lot of games yeah, yeah. in the fourth quarter. One score game record was not that good. But it's like 
who's going to be at those games? Is it going to be like actual Raider fans or is it just us on a weekend? Trying to go. We're like, yo, you know what? Sunday, let's just go to the game, bro. We'll take the red eye back, which is what we always do yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out like that shit was loud. Bro, yeah, Third no, down, was, loud. It was solid. I'm touchdowns. happy they. I'm savvy. I'm happy they put that Monday night because yeah, I think it gave was, like the world to see like yeah, bro, like what it's gonna yeah. be like there. I mean, it was definitely a good move for the franchise. But I, I mean, back to like what we were talking about, dude. I don't know. I mean, the I, I don't just don't like the Raiders as a team. I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. Like I just think he's nah, very, he's I very, disagree, he's very man. like underwhelming. Like he's a ball. Like he wants to play well, but I just feel like he like could just never get like the job done. Yo, for me. he's he's good. Yo, he's the know. most. I think he's the most disrespected quarterback in the whole league. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I mean, he's just been there, and, like, he's just been so, like, underwhelming to me. Like, I know you could say, like, if you watch him, like, the eye test is like most people would say. Like, you could say, like, wow, like, he could he could make some throws, but, like, I don't know what it is. He just always feels like every time you, like, watch him and, like, the results of, like, the game, because the Raiders obviously, like, haven't had much success, like, in the last couple of years. But, like, when you, like, watch him play, you're like, okay, he can do this. But then, like, at the end of the game, they wind up losing. You're just like, he did this and this, and, like, it just equates to, like, yeah. nothing. But I don't know. I feel like he gets – you know, Waller had I think twenty targets, which was insane. Yeah, I mean, but he he the team has always been the issue has always been the team around him. I don't want to compare him to Tony Romo, but one thing I used to say about Romo and the Cowboys is, yo, it was never Romo's fault. The only time I, I was so. slander Romo yeah. was to like piss you well, off. Yeah, yeah, my Cowboys well, obviously, of but dude was a band aid. On a wound that needed surgery. Yo, he went into the Cowboys undrafted too. Like yeah. he was like he And was... like Carr, there's been mad shit around the Raiders for all these years. No, no, for sure. And you know me, I I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I hate John Gruden. I say it all the time. Like every yeah. time he loses, I'm like ecstatic. I just don't like I don't know. There's no like specific reason. Well, he was great in the booth. Yeah. I used to love it. I mean, they haven't had a good Monday night crew since, but I mean that's besides the point. This one's growing on me. I, I'm a really big Lewis Riddick fan. Oh, yeah, no, Lewis Riddick is yeah, good. I'm saying like the last couple like years, no like Jason charisma. Witten, like Booger McFarlane. And I love Jason Witten, but like nah, he these guys don't the, belong yeah, in the booth. Yeah, yeah. But yo, the Chiefs, right? One concern that I had, um, I think we might have touched on this in the, in the recording before. Or I think we were talking about it outside is it's really, it's really Hill and Kelsey. Yeah, and, I mean that's and what look, it's been. they're they're arguably the two best players at their position. position. Yeah, for sure. But they need they need that next guy to step up. And I'm fascinated by this Ravens matchup because Ravens got a lot of DBs. I know they lost Marcus Peters. This can be a big blow, but they got a lot of DBs. Their strength is probably their DBs. And Patrick Queen really balled out on that that game. But then again, like Waller just ran wild on them. So yeah, like Waller, Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey coming into is no slouch. It's probably like, I, I think Waller is a better tight end is a better. He's, he's better than Kelsey only because like his no, athleticism or just, no, nah, like, I think he's a better tight end. Okay. Kind of a hot take, but I think Kelsey has Tyreek and Mahomes. He don't have a Tyreek to open shit up. So yeah. he is the main bro. Guess, he got 20 okay. Targets. Based on that. Yeah. I'll agree so like that. he's, He's balling and killing people out there without anyone else to draw double coverage. So going back to the Chiefs, two teams in that division who also that whole division won, Broncos won, Raiders won. Yo, the whole West in the NFC and AFC, 8-0. That's wild. I didn't didn't even think of that. Yeah, they all won their games, every single one of them. So with the Chiefs, they really need – I think the biggest subplot of this season for the Chiefs is – Anytime Kelsey and Hill leave the field healthy, you're like, all right, 
because those guys are super valuable. We can't afford to lose them, mm -hmm. especially when fucking linemen are catching passes for you. Yeah. You need that other guy. Sammy Watkins, who's playing in this game, Sammy Watkins' revenge. I'm a sucker for that. Probably be playing them in showdown lineups. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think the Chiefs win this game. Like, I mean, I, I don't even think it's like a close game, bro. Mm. I just can't imagine that. I mean, Baltimore, if they play well defensively, like me, it's just like with Lamar. Like, I just don't think his him and his legs are going to just get it done, you know. I don't – their weapons, like I, as we said earlier, I don't really, like, like them too much. And I don't know if – I don't think any defense in the NFL could hold Mahomes. Like, bro, the Browns have a great defense, man. And they, like, had a hard time late in the game, like, keeping them in check. Like, it's just not – and I don't even think it's a defense's fault. I think Mahomes is just too, like – he's just, like, too, like, lethal. Like, he's going to – I don't know. I don't like the Ravens. Like, I just, I think they're the team that this year where it's going to be like, they're going to be, it's going to be very like, you're not going to hear a lot of good things about them throughout the year just because of their weapons on offense. Like you said, they don't surround him with anything. And there's only so much you could do as a quarterback running around in like circles. It's like Murray does that too, but Murray has DeAndre to throw the ball to. I mean, AJ Green's like whatever now, he's older, but. He's Kirk, got baby. guys. He's got guys there that could. Christian Kirk, you yeah. forgot he ran wild against Dallas last Slot. year, huh? Yeah, I th there's <laughs> things I like to forget that I don't want to, you know, remember. But yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, man. I think Kansas City wins this game. Yeah. It's uh, it's gut check time though for the Ravens because you don't want to lose back to back games. Prime time. Now you're at home, home yeah, opener. Home, home opener yep. You do have a great home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. That's Baltimore, one thing about so the that's Ravens. That's something that's gonna yeah. play into it. But again, it's a it's a game where I think the Ravens just might be coming in hobbled, man. You gotta wait to see Bateman come out there, the first round pick. Then when you're looking at Watkins and Hollywood and and Mark Andrews for the love like, of God, oh, your two receivers are Sammy Watkins, which obviously is a great like number, like he can get behind like guys and stuff. But Lamar don't have the arm to really do that, bro. Don't see, you don't see Lamar slinging the ball 40, 50 yards downfield. He's just not his game. And then Hollywood Brown is like a number one. He's another guy who's just like a quick receiver, and you know, could yeah, get, I don't like receivers. Yeah, like him. that's what I'm saying. Like they don't have a guy like they don't have like a like a Julio, let's say a big receiver who's gonna go out and like win like a 50 50 ball. None of those guys like are gonna be they're not like great i don't think they're like great route runners where they're gonna be like mixing up like defensive backs those are guys that are gonna just spread the field out and go they don't even like i said like andrews is like how you were saying like you just kind of like you don't know what you're gonna ever get he let him. a lot of people down because last year he was the darling fantasy tight end that could be a top three guy and then mm -hmm. he kind of laid a bunch of eggs yeah. and bateman is Look, he's not he's not no six five juggernaut, but he's about six one, six two. He was supposed to be this big body, high catch radius guy yeah. to be opposite of like a Hollywood Brown. But I just think that the Ravens every year, it happened to the Niners last year. It's happened to a lot of teams in years past. There's always that one team that is just snake bit by injuries. They mm. lose like three, four key players in the preseason. Then by week two, three, you're like, yo, my whole D line is out, or I lost both my corners yeah, and my yeah. linebacker and my right guard. And it's like I can only afford so many injuries to my team because this idea, uh, another thing that I hate is, oh, next man up, right? Yeah, but he's the next man for a reason. He's not as good as my starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, next next running back up. Running back might be weird because it's a position they, they where a lot of guys are. They picked are, up Le'Veon Bell, bro. Like, that's what they're going Dude's for Dude's been watched since he left Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, I know. Well, that I mean, that's obvious. I'm just saying, like, this is who they're resorting yeah. to. And know? I gave him, I gave him some slack because he went to the Jets. I'm like, all right, it was the Jets. 
But then when you went to Kansas City and you were you were basically, behind Hilaire, like you were just like a guy who even went dressing. in when he was like tired. If that, if he was dressed, like he was like maybe seeing like f- like what seven touches a game, maybe Not, if yeah, that, like meaning meaningless. They were meaningless. They were just like to get like Hilaire like a, a breather. breather, and then he would come back in. So Which, that's terrible. What happened to him though? Besides the point, guy guy went after money and you know could have you know stayed in Pittsburgh. Him Brown and you know. Big Ben had something going, and these guys leave, and it's ruined his career. Like he's somebody who ruined his career. It's the biggest what if I think of of the NFL last like decade is what if Pittsburgh had it together? Yeah, like, there wasn't because there was always A B would get hurt, yeah. Le'Veon Bell would get hurt, uh, Martavius Bryant. Remember him? He was yeah. supposed to be this. Like, yeah, yeah, he was huge, supposed to be like yeah, the yeah. quadruple Bs. They mm-hmm. started calling it. And then you saw them the one year where they had all their yeah, weapons. Yeah, that was when Juju was a rookie, too. He came in. He was like their their second or third receiver, yeah. which is a good, you know, he's a good for that. It's a good role for him. But, yeah, man, guys, they just left. It all, like, broke apart there, and that that's it. You're on the Chiefs this game? 100%. Yeah, I think I don't so know too. if I could ever bet against the Chiefs, like, especially against a team like the Ravens. I don't know. Yeah. I'm definitely on the Chiefs. At Nick Dayus is where you can find me. At Veterans Minimum is you can find everything for the show. Check out the YouTube channel. You can watch some of these clips, youtube.com slash veterans minimum. And for those of you in the Patreon, pick them. The uh, survivor pool, make sure you get your picks in. Ralph, this was fun. Glad Appreciate we finally it. did yeah, this. I'm happy. It's great. My debut. Pop debut. the cherry. Pop the cherry. Where can they find you? At Ralphie Spams on Instagram and Twitter. R-A-L-P-H-I-E-S-P-A-M-P-S. I'm looking forward. Hopefully I can see some of your... Uh, subscribers and stuff there you go they could probably get after me about the cowboys when yeah, we inevitably become you know probably well we can't go we can't go 500 this year right is nah. that like no it's not possible nah. so eight, it'll nine, probably nine, be eight, eight nine so just to add one more you know lost the record tremendous you leaving that belt or what i think i'm gonna leave it just Let's because go! just because nick was the commission for the league for years give me that he can give it to the collection it's Let's okay go. though you guys all know who who walked out. With surprise, it, so surprise. It's the okay. king is back, baby. You can keep it. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.